Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. And I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can make the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. Super excited to be with my guest today, Pam Drizwicky. Welcome to the podcast. Pam is a productivity and leadership coach and founder of Powerful Purpose. She helps women to become a master of their time and task management skills so they can identify what they truly need and apply it with confidence and no guilt in order to design their best life, which includes developing the business or career that they want. Powerful Purpose work has helped busy professional women and female business owners take back their lives. Love it. Pam bases her personal and business on the scripture Psalms 31:25. She is clothed in strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Great intro, Pam. Anything else you'd love to add to that intro? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. So excited. I'm glad I got in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I've, I've really loved following along on your podcast and the growth. So it's been, it's been fun and interesting to, to listen in myself. Um, The only thing I would say that I would love to add to this is that building a community of women is very important to me. Yes, it's it's not I I mean, I am a productivity and leadership coach. And I love I love working with individual women to build their businesses or the lives that they love. But this passion of mine that I've been being guided to is to build a community. So stay tuned for the community reveal. Awesome. um, Beginning of next year. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. I agree with community too. It's such a key aspect of being successful in business. You have to surround yourself with like-minded people and have a community of like-minded people. So I'm looking forward to that announcement as we take this in 2020 by 2021, probably by the time that they're listening to this broadcast, you may have already made that announcement, but I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about the community that you're going to be launching soon. So as you know, this podcast is all about about faith and business. So mm-hmm. as business owners and entrepreneurs, we all have to take some type of leap of faith in order to start mm-hmm. our business. So I always like to start the conversation off by finding out what was your leap of faith like in order for you to start your business? What did that look like for you, Pam? Oh my, <laughs> I took a really big leap of faith on many different, many different aspects inside my life. Um, personally and business. The personal one came first and then it led me to take the big leap of faith in business. 28 year career in the insurance industry, Um, pool secretary up to chief operating officer of an insurance firm, very successful firm, had everything. It had everything. My life thought it was complete from the outside. It really looked complete. 
until I hired a coach to come in and help me with my new role as a COO um, because I needed that confidence and the no guilt of being confident. And that's why I love coaching women around that themselves. Um, even in that position, I needed that. The leap of faith was as I hired her to help build me as a COO and a better leader, um, I ended up hiring her outside the company personally because she ended up coaching me right out outside the business. So having, having that faith that um, really needed the strength of my faith to leave a career that was there for safety for 28 years and the and the income, a six-figure salary and everything to take that leap, praying that my family's lifestyle wouldn't change so much because I was kind of feeling a little selfish around the fact that I didn't want to do that anymore. So that was my that was my pivot in my career when I left the insurance industry. So many good nuggets in that story. I think the first thing is coaching, right? Coaches can have such a major impact on our lives. And that coach that you met that was actually coaching you for being the CEO ended up realizing and helping you and coaching you into the path that you truly need to needed to be on. So I think it's so important to hire coaches, work with coaches, because they can be so impactful in helping us on our journey in life and in business. So I definitely believe that. And the other thing that you mentioned was confidence. You know, it helps you to have the confidence to make that move, to make that pivot and to do what you felt was necessary in your life and in your business and taking the leap of faith and trusting in that, knowing that, yeah, this may be a little bit difficult and my family may not be getting that six figure income initially, but this is what I need to do. So you had to have confidence in that and move forward confidently in that direction. So, so many great nuggets in that story of you taking a leap of faith to start your business. So you kind of already started talking about this, but as we know, business as business owners and entrepreneurs, there's always ups and downs and pivots and evolutions in how our businesses um, change over the years. So I'd love for you to share with the audience, you know, what have been some of the major pivots besides the one you just talked about that you've had to make in your business? What have been those up periods, those down periods, that evolution or a major pivot that you would like to share with the audience? Yeah, um, going from going from a structured environment to changing your mindset to create your own structure because now you own your own business. What was a big pivot for me? All of a sudden, it was all of those things that I used to say. If I had more time, I would do dot 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 dot. Right now. I control my calendar and I do have that time. So being grateful that I was given that time is really important to me to realize that, that I don't have that anymore of if I had time. So um, that was one shift is really going from the mindset of a career corporate mindset to owning own business. The other mindset shift I had was, or a shift that I went from is going from entrepreneur to business owner. 
there to me there was a difference. An entrepreneur is somebody who start is starting a business and they're getting their feet wet and they're really like diving in and they have all great ideas, right? But when you become a business owner, you have to start taking those ideas and actually focusing on one and working on it. Because I, I, in the beginning, was throwing the spaghetti against the wall. And if it's stuck, it's like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. And this is who I'm going to be, right? So that was a shift. And um, just really, this, the beginning of this year, started my third full year in business. And putting my big girl pants on and, and really saying, this is it. This, this is a real business that I'm running. And so that was a big shift too, in the mindset of how I was going to approach the business. Yeah, I love that mindset is such a huge topic when it comes to, you know, I love the first thing that you said was shifting your mindset from an employee like corporate and career into an entrepreneur, right? That's the first shift. Then the second shift is shifting from an entrepreneur to a business owner and what that looks like. So I totally agree with you that one of the major pivots that we have to do as business owners, as entrepreneurs is shift our mindset. Our mindset is number one and move especially if you came from a corporate environment, from that corporate employee mindset, knowing that you're going to get a paycheck every two weeks, no matter what you do, you get your health insurance, you get your paycheck, but that's not happening anymore. So that mindset to now it's in your lap. Now you're responsible as an entrepreneur for doing the work, doing the things and getting the business. And then the second mindset mindset shift was from moving from an entrepreneur to a business owner. This is an actual business and I need to structure my day and act like a CEO for my business. So those are definitely all valuable mindset shifts on this journey as entrepreneurs and business owners. And the other thing that um, really popped out for me was time management. You know, a lot of people love to start their own business for freedom, right? Oh, I get to do what I want to do. And, you know, I could wake up at 11 o'clock and start my day then if I want but you really have to be disciplined and you really have to be structured and you really have to have time management, which is one of the things that you help people with. So I love that you talked about that being one of the major pivots and things that you need to think about as an, a business owner is that structure, that time management. So, so many good pieces of information in that story. Now, as a woman of faith in business, of course, faith has played a major role in your business. So how would you say faith has played a major role in your business particularly? Um, I would say like, like we read that scripture, the Psalms, right? Um, It really like, even in my life, in my life, in my business, it's the foundation. It's the foundation. It's where is where I start my day every, every single day. So having that faith that I'm not alone through this particular process has really helped me move forward. So, because we know entrepreneurs that are listening and even corporate women that are listening, there's many times that we feel alone, but when we're connected to the Lord, we're never alone. So having that connection has really helped me continue to have, again, that confidence and that strength And even through these times, like the fear, I don't have, 
I, I just don't carry fear, it seems like, anymore since I've been grounded more because I know everything truly is here for a reason and we're on the right path. So continuing with that strong faith really makes a difference in the growth of my business. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you start off with the foundational pieces of, is God's word. So mm-hmm. we started off as in your opening in your bio of that scripture. So you're forever leaning on God's word. That's the foundation of your business, the foundation of everything that you do in life. So God's word is at the core of everything that you do. And the fact that we're not alone. <laughs> A lot of times, as you mentioned, as business owners and entrepreneurs, it feels like a lonely journey, mm-hmm. especially if you're not in a community of like-minded people like we talked about before, but knowing that we're in partnership with God makes it even better on this journey. I'm not alone, you know, praying and just being in constant communication with God helps us as women of faith and business to know we're not on this journey alone. So I love that. So it's one thing to be a woman of faith in business and lean on your faith. But one of the things that I always like to talk about is how you talk about faith on your business platform. And a lot of times I reach out to women who I notice are talking about faith on their business platform. So you're not really being private about it. You're basically saying, you know, I'm a believer. You're using the word God. You're using the word Jesus Christ on your business platform, Mm -hmm. which is pretty bold. So what did that look like for you? What, how was that? How did you decide to be open and bold about your faith on your actual business platform? Yes. Um, when I first started coaching, I was, I labeled one of the transformations and that was, I labeled myself as a visionary life coach. That's, that's where I started. And then, then it, it evolved. Um, being in that space is really difficult when you, for me, at least when you believe strictly that God is the power and the creator of all, that he is the universe. There is not the universe. Um, So when I created, when I create vision boards and different things with people, I was torn a little bit because of of the, the value of God and then vision, right? So I always started... I'd put the magazines out when I used to do this in person. That's how I started Powerful Purpose, 10 women in my kitchen doing a vision board workshop, right? So then I would print out scriptures and I would just leave the scriptures on the table for them to choose if they wanted to be. So, you know, sprinkling it. So as I started getting more comfortable and and as I started praying more around it, again, it went back to... It doesn't matter. He's got my back, right? So it's it's all good. And that's when all of a sudden you'll start seeing posts with uh, scripture readings and not just on Facebook and Instagram, but on LinkedIn. I, I use them out there on Twitter. I might quote um, uh, Mother Teresa or other different, you know, powerful religious figures um, or stories from the Bible and using them as tools. And it's amazing what a, a response I get when I start sharing that out there. And that's because, that's because again, I'm not alone. This is what I'm being guided to do. I feel like that's where I need to be. 
Yeah, I love that. It's important when you are being guided, you have to follow the direction of who is guiding Mm -hmm. you. God's guiding you. You can't leave him out of the picture, especially as a vision coach. You know, God gives us vision. He gives us the ideas. He gives us knowledge. He gives us understanding. So as a woman of faith in business, it would be hard to really be a vision coach and leave God out of the picture, (laughs) right? He's Mm -hmm. the one who gave you the vision. He's the one that gives us all visions. And I like how you said you kind of subtly put the script scriptures out as you guys were doing the vision boards. So people could take the scripture if they wanted to and add it on their vision board, or they didn't really have to. So initially it was very subtle and the inspirational quotes that you put up could be scripture or it could be from other powerful religious leaders, but you're always making sure that the core of who you are shows up in the work that you're doing. So I love that. And it's so important as a woman of faith to be bold in the way that you show up in the marketplace and who you're glorifying as you show up in the marketplace with the work that you're doing. So I so appreciate you for that. And, you know, being confident as we talked about in doing that because you are being guided in the work that you do. So that is awesome. Thank you. So everyone comes to become becomes a believer in Jesus Christ in different ways, so many different paths. So I always love to hear people's backstory on how did you become a believer in Jesus Christ? What was your faith journey like? Okay, so um, my faith journey is I'm Italian, Roman Catholic. That's, I was raised um, Roman Catholic in church every Sunday with mom. Um, and that's how I was raised. And I went on to really uh, lean on my faith a lot um, and tried a couple of different other avenues, but I was always called back to my church. Um, I just feel really comfortable in my church and the mass is very, very moving to me. And that's why I'm there, not because of anything else, right? It's what I'm getting from there. Um but as, as I went on, uh, it's interesting, Catholics supposedly don't know scripture. Um, this is just a, a myth that's out in the world. What do you mean you're in a Bible study? You're Catholic. You're not supposed to be in a Bible study. Um, not true, but, but I understand because it, because it went through its own evolution inside the, inside the church. I have an amazing pastor, an amazing priest at our church now that would move anybody. He is just phenomenal. I have a spiritual group of women that we meet every every Tuesday night at eight o'clock and we do spiritual Bible study together. So from what has happened over the past, I would say our daughter's in a Catholic school. She's eighth grade. She's been there since pre-K. Um over the past four years, we have received a youth minister in our parish, and she is just amazing. She's 24 now, and the, the glory of Jesus in her is just amazing. My journey has gotten stronger because I became a youth minister uh, with this group, um, and the beauty of these women and what they stand for and how they live their lives, no matter if they're in the school system or they're jewelers or they're hospice nurses, they're all different walks of life and they're out there spreading his word. So my movement um, has been amazing. And when I went through a very difficult time in my 
personal life many years ago, in order to take the big leap that I had to take there, um, I was on my knees every single day, every day I was at mass. I go to morning mass. So that's where, that's where my spiritual journey. So I went from the little kid that had to go to church, come on, pulling by the ear, sit nice, be quiet, right? To this woman that just will tell anybody about, even if they don't want to listen, tell anybody about how amazing the journey has been and how much it has brought to my life. Yeah, I, I, I really love that. Am yeah. Well, no, that's is. awesome. I love how you talk about being raised in the faith. And I love how you busted that myth about Catholics. Because <laughs> to be honest, I've heard that myth too. It's like, they don't know scripture. They kind of just recite stuff when they go to church. Oh, I no. don't know. So it's like, that's what I've heard too. So I'm glad you busted that myth and said, yes, <laughs> I'm Catholic. And I go to Bible study and I know scripture. And I actually quote scripture and put scripture up on my business platform. So I do appreciate you busting that myth. And it's so true. And it's a journey. We all evolve and grow. So I do love the part of your story where you talked about, you know, you you may have um, thought about other things or looked at other things, but you were pulled back into what you were raised. And that's what you were comfortable with. And the fact that, you know, the evolution has involved becoming now a youth minister and how that has actually, you know, evolved in your spirituality and in your faith. So I definitely think it's a journey. And that's why I always ask people, what has their faith journey been like? Because we're going to continue to go on this journey till the day that we die, right? It doesn't end. We're forever evolving when it comes to our faith (laughs) and our faith journey. So this has been awesome. A lot of great nuggets that you've shared with us. One of the key things I really love to ask each guest, um, since this podcast is all about faith and business, I always love to ask the question, how would you define the power of faith? Mm, The power of faith. The power of faith is truly, in my opinion, is walking a tightrope without any protective gear, right? Like you don't have the pole, you don't have a netting, you don't have anything underneath you. That's the power of faith is just going out, walking that tightrope and knowing no matter what happens, um, you're, you're not alone. It goes back to you're not alone. So using that visual for me, it really helps me understand is like, okay, if I have to make that phone call that I don't want to make, right? right. Or I'm reaching out on LinkedIn and I'm going to talk to somebody. Let's be authentic. Let's not be salesy. Just really like just really stepping out and being consistent in your business every single day, no matter what we're going to get discouraged, but have the faith that your perseverance, your resilience is going to get you to the other side of where he wants you to be. And if you're connected with him, truly, you're going to know where he wants you to be. So if it's not feeling right, that's the faith is that connection, that going forward without fear and just keep on doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I love that visual. Just 
picturing a tightrope, right? And taking those steps of faith. And then you mentioned without those, um, I'm not even sure what they're called. The balance bar. The balance bar. So you don't even have the balance bar. You're just looking at this thin line tightrope and taking one step at a time and trusting and not only trusting, not being fearful. You're not stuck in this space of like, oh my gosh, am I going to drop? Oh my gosh, how far down is it? Oh my gosh, you know, this whole, oh my gosh, in your head, you just have to just keep your head straight, focus on God and take one step at a time on the tightrope. So I love that visual because it definitely gave a picture of my mind of the power of faith, just staying straight Mm -hmm. on that rope and taking the steps that you need to and trusting God and not being fearful that you're going to fall. And I like what you said in the beginning about, you know, we all have those times about, I don't want to necessarily make this phone call or I don't know how to reach out to this person on LinkedIn, but God will give you the right words to say. He'll give you the right right way to say it, to show up authentically. So he will help you along that path. So that was another thing that stood out with your definition of the power of faith. So as I mentioned, this podcast is all about faith and business. So the other question I always like to ask is, how would you define the power of business? Mm. So as you know, my, my business name is Powerful Purpose. That's that. So um, the power of business is truly just being in what you want to do and love and help other people grow in it, right? That's the power behind business. That's the question, right? Like, what is that power behind business, right? Um, and that it's, this is a big one. And I think when we have faith, this this one is really big, is that it's okay to make money at what you do. <laughs> and And it's, I put a 10% rule in. So the power of my business of what I think is my 10% rule. My 10% rule is giving back 10%, giving back of my time, giving back of my products, giving back of whatever is 10%. Uh Um, So the power behind business is it's okay to make money. It is really good to help other people grow in whatever you're doing, helping them. Um, That's what I would think the power of business would be and be really purposeful, be purposeful in what you're doing. Yeah, being purposeful. And I love that you talked about it's okay to make money. (laughs) You know, a lot of times women of faith, we kind of come from a space of like, oh, it's, you know, it's my gifting, I love to help. And, you know, we either undervalue our gifting, and we're not um, putting the appropriate prices in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. or we're not charging at all for it. So I love that you said that it's okay to make money and not only make money, in my opinion, to make good money (laughs) with what you do because you're purposeful and you're helping people and God has given you these gifts, abilities and talents to help people and you should be paid well to do that. So I think it's important as women of faith that we really lean into that and understand that. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. And yes, business is very powerful, especially when it's a purpose-driven business, which all the ladies on the podcast have purpose-driven businesses. So, so many awesome nuggets that you have shared with us, Pam. It has been a great conversation. If someone would like to get to know you a little bit better, the work that you do in the world, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? 
Um, well, they could go out to my website if they want at uh, powerful-purpose.com. Okay. Um, and if they would love re- free resources to help them with their productivity and leadership um, leadership skills, they could go out there and do powerful-purpose.com backslash connect. Okay. And there's three great free resources out there along with a uh, jump on a coffee call with me. If, awesome. if anybody has any questions or want to work through anything, I'm available. Awesome. So, and I'm on all the social media platforms too. Yeah, which was going to be my next question. If there was key platforms that you really engage on, what would be those platforms that um, people could connect with you on? Uh, LinkedIn okay. is definitely um, a, a big place that I, I'm on. And I have a um, powerful purpose a business page on Facebook. Okay. But, Instagram and Twitter too. I'm out there. Okay, awesome. We'll definitely be sure to connect with Pam on her website and on her social media handles. Thanks again so much for sharing with us today, um, Pam, and it was great having you on the show. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Nadine. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episodes or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract your ideal clients so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 31993.